Welcome to the National Trust podcast. In the last episode, we visited the spectacular gardens of Glendargan near Falmouth in Cornwall. In this mini episode, we'll be meeting one of the garden's longest serving volunteers. We've emerged from the garden at Glendargan and we're sitting in what is locally known on the property as the fish cellar. I can just about hear the kind of lapping of the waves in the distance, but I'm sitting next to this amazing person called Sylvia with quite a story behind why we're here. My name is Sylvia King and I was born here just before the beginning of the war and we lived in a little two-bed cottage around the corner and I stayed here till I was 11 until we had to move to a bigger house and that's how I spent my childhood here at Durgham with all my friends. You must look out there and it must be like a movie playing with memories of, of what you saw when you were growing up and what you've seen over the past few years. When I was a child, it was wartime, and that was a different perspective altogether. We saw boats out there. We saw the MLs and MTBs, motor launches and motor torpedo boats. We didn't know what they were, but that's what they were called. And every day they used to rush up the river, and us children used to sit on the rocks, wave them and cheer them. And now I feel we didn't know where they'd been and what they were bringing back with them. It makes me shudder to think about it, you know. They brought the Mulberry Harbours back here from when they had them in 1944 across in France. Some of the Mulberry Harbours were damaged by storm and they brought them back here to repair. Well, that was lovely for us children to row out and explore them. I say we didn't do any damage, but we were there, <laughs> being nosy. <laughs> What a different mood and a different picture that paints of this yes, bit, bit yes. of paradise that you've got here, you know. And that, as children with that kind of naive excitement, seeing different shaped boats coming up and down and you know, something so tragic happening. We saw when they built Treba Pier a couple of hundred metres up the road. They were building the pier one day when we were on the beach and some aeroplanes came low, skimming up. Oh, wonderful, wonderful. And they said, fireworks were coming out of them. We thought that was wonderful. But our parents called us in, and of course, it was the enemy firing on the, the men who were building the pier. Us children thought it was something exciting, and now I think, oh, that's so awful. It must have been an amazing childhood. You know, we can see kind of families and kids enjoying Glendargan for a moment today, but I can't imagine what it must have been like growing up here. It must have been lovely. We played in the maze, but the maze was a lot more complicated than it is now for visitors. So we, when us children used to go, we used to take a ball of string with us and start it, and then we would go in with that ball of string and then follow the string out again. In the gardens at the time, the pond, that was um, accessible because there was a bridge over into the little island, and that was where we picked tadpoles. And I know one day a girl, she fell in. Well, two of us just took each of her legs and pulled her out and dragged her out and she got told off at home for getting covered in mud. There was no thinking about, you know, she nearly drowned. <laughs> but we weren't stopped again from going up there. That was our playground, really. 
you had your childhood here and you went away and you had your career and what drew you back to the kind of heart of your life, back to your childhood? When I retired as a nursery teacher and came back home to look after my dad, I wanted something to do. And the National Trust was on hand, wanting volunteers for, for the special place that I loved. So what could be more appropriate than walking up to the National Trust property to work here in Durgan? I've had several jobs here with another lady. We First of all, we were maze keepers, a grand name, but it meant we just sit at the maze talking to people as they went in. And Then we became car park attendants, which was very good to have the power to put cars where we wanted them. And then we parted ways, Caroline and I did. She did other things with the National Trust and I became a volunteer down here at the fish cellar, which originally was not as evolved as it is now. It was just a fish cellar where people came and had shelter and children occupied themselves. But now it's a far more inviting place for people with ice cream, of course, and free tea and coffee and lovely chairs to sit on, as we're sitting on, and nice buckets and spades, free for the children to take on the beach if they so wish. And a lovely hot fire when when we have cold weather. Today, it's a different world, and the National Trusts have made use of it because everybody down here is enjoying themselves. We don't know what they're away from, but they're having a lovely time. Most men like to skim stones on the water and climb the rocks, and children like to build the sandcastles, and mums just like to sit and sunbathe. It's got something for everybody. Thanks for listening to this week's mini-episode. Don't forget to subscribe to the series to catch next month's episodes. Kate Martin will be taking you on an adventure to Wiccan Fen in Cambridgeshire. Until then, from me, Alan Power, goodbye. <laughs>